Welcome to the dose. Dose. You don't know. It's a new week, new opportunities. Let's get it. B North back in the house. Yeah. Shut the con. The veteran (laughs) to the dose, a veteran to the industry, a veteran to all things glorious. All things. All things things glorious. glorious. Brian North. Quiet. Mark the Magic Man is here. The magic man. Look at him. He's so magic. I'm magical. Byron, the furry little animal behind the glass. Wilson is here. He's so yeah. furry. Did you, hear, did you hear the freestyle? Yeah. That was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that was mm-hmm. nice. Oh, yeah, that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, B North. I know we had a little flashback in between here. You know, kind of a, a, our series has been broken up. But again, everyone can always go back on SoundCloud, search in my hunger with Daily Dose, Brian North. <clears throat> You've had series from years or two ago that are just still so relevant today. So many nuggets. I mean, you're just... You're constantly, man. We talk about fire, uh, you know. Uh, we you do. Know, you're, you're, you're bringing the fire too all the time. But you know, today we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Even yeah. in this series, we've covered so much, um, so much ground on you know the 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 mental piece of this, the the you know the physical and emotional and the other side, you know, the personal side of business as we've been liking, you know, been calling it lately. And so today we're gonna kind of dovetail back into into the industry, into well, really not just our industry, really all people, all yeah. salespeople, yeah. anyone out there that's trying to become more productive. And we want to talk about this kind of this productivity piece. Yep. And, you know, you mentioned offline that there seems to be this kind of this, this separation between the, the folks that are doing very, very well right now that are, that are capitalizing. Maybe they had a kind of a, a head start in their business, right. Or their careers um, that are doing very, very well. Yeah, you know? And, you know, and then you have, and you have this segment of probably a very large segment of people that are, uh, you know, struggling. That's right. Still, you know, and in, in, in whatever that may be. So, you know, we talk about this, you know, activity piece. So kind of, kind of take it, take it from there on, on, you know, how, how are we staying active? How are we tracking it? What are we monitoring it? You know, how do we know in your eyes, not just yourself personally, how do we know how we're, if we're winning the day? Yeah. Uh, well, it starts with realizing you're losing the day. How about yeah. that? I mean, uh, you know, the last 18, 24 months, uh, my life, uh, I'm going through a big life transition, uh, divorce, um, you know, which is something that's not, very fun. And for somebody who's a winner, thinks they're a winner, likes to win, uh, is about accomplishment, competition, perfectionist, all these fun things. It's a moment of self-realization where you re- get to realize a lot of the things that you effed off in your life. And, uh, and so uh, I have a saying that says pain accelerates growth. And so as soon as, you know, you start to realize that you're in pain, you can kind of go into a woe is me victim space, or you can start to realize uh, the upside of the suffering. And so uh, I realize that right now in our, in our industry, there is quite a gap between what I was saying is the rich and the poor, right? The successful, productive, and the non-successful, unproductive. There's a, you know, the numbers are probably less than 5% of people who are winning most of the 95% of the business uh, in the marketplace. And that leaves the other, uh, you know, group, large group, 95%. There's a group of people in there who've been successful and they're not winning right now, looking up the ladder going, how is he or she winning? And that actually compounds the apathy, right? It's like, man, I'm better than them and I'm losing right now. I must really suck. Right. And then there's people who are like, man, when I got my real estate license a year or two years ago, and I was really excited to revolutionize the business. It's a lot different than what I thought it was going to be. And then add in market changes that make it so you have to be on your toes and you got to be nimble and moving through the industry. And you wake up one day and you go, I'm having a really 
hard time. And so uh, we've been talking a lot about, I've been focused. I'll talk about myself for a second. I've been focused heavily on micro accomplishments. It's one of those things where, you know, I've, I look at what, you know, I'm a, I'm a student and I love, I love workshops. I'm not afraid to pay someone to teach me something. Right. And when I look at like a Tony Robbins seminar or Grant Cardone or, uh, you know, Darren Hardy and just the, the big, big, big thinkers, dogs, yep. big dogs in the world of, uh, of education, you know, they're talking about massive giant goals, right? Like I'm going to go start up and be the first person to fly a rocket to Mars, right? Like, and you can do it if you come to a Tony Robbins seminar. And I was like, well, yeah. And who are most of the people who are looking at going to those workshops? They're people who are in need, right? Like, man, I need a jump start. I need some motivation, inspiration. And to go from apathy to flying a rocket to Mars, that gap is so gigantic. And so it's like, for me, I've been focusing on like, great. I know it's possible. I know I can do anything I want to do, but I've got to retool and get myself excited about life again. I got to get myself, I got to, I got to remind myself that I can win. I've got to remind myself I'm not a bad person. I got to remind myself that these kinds of things. So how do you do that? And for me, it was just outlining first self audit. What are the few things in my life that aren't serving me? We talked about this, you yep. know, we talked to when we, in our, our very first show the other day, um, you know, we talked about what are all the changes? Like we, we laughed about, man, the stupid shit we used to do, yeah. you know, together. And, and as you get to a place and what makes a difference and I won't go on a soapbox right now about quitting drinking, except to share with you. I looked at that self audit and went, what's the one thing that can change every part of my life? Right. And for me, it was that it changed my diet, my exercise, my finances, my relationships, my patience, my love to myself. It gave me confidence. So it was like one conduit, not easy, but how do you measure it? That's an easy one. One day at a time, right? One social event at a time, right? Cause you show up to that social event and it's like, what are you drinking? You know, kind of, right. oh, what's wrong with you? What did yeah. you do? Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> why did you quit? What horrible mistake did you make? When yeah. did you get your DUI? I got one yeah. last month, you yeah. know, <laughs> not, none of that, no, dude, by the no, way. I just, you know, I just decided not drink. Yeah. You know what my yeah, answer was? Yeah. I decided I wanted to be world-class. That's my answer. Right. So it was that. Then it was like, what next? I need education. I need a new, I need some new wisdom, right? I need a new knowing. So then it was, I started reading and it was a page a day, one page a day, right? It's like, I don't, I don't like to read books. I really don't. Uh, now I love it. I'm in the middle of probably six books right now, but how did I find more time to read? I shut my cable off, right? Like, wow, that changed everything. I found my real bored all the time. And it was like, what do I do to repurpose this time? So I shut my cable off and then quit drinking and then reading more. And then it was like, man, I'm, I'm have anxiety. I'm anxious. I'm stressed out. I'm telling myself this story. What do I need to do? Started reading tribe of mentors. Have you guys read tribe of mentors? Uh -uh. It's a Tim Ferriss book. I'm going to send you guys a copy. I there am, you I'll, go. Yeah, I'll send it to you today. Um, it, uh, Tom Mason from fairway got me the book and it's been a really profound read. Um, and it's a hundred mentors that he's hand selected and he asks them each five questions. Wow, so while the that. book is giant, it's only four page stories, right? Oh, and, wow. then, and then what I started wow. doing was I started studying. Uh, so you have artist brains, you have like, uh, you know, uh, painters, um, you have musicians, you have authors, you have scientists, startup entrepreneurs. And what I started doing was studying what was synonymous between all of the brains, Right. So it was like, you think they all think different or think alike. And one synonymous one with one of the questions is what do you do when you're distracted or overwhelmed? And everybody says meditation. So I was like, all right, well, if a hundred really successful, smart, creative, 
you know, in good relationship, living their best life, people all say meditate, I'm gonna give this a crack. And I've been working with a meditation coach for almost nine years, but I really have got, I mean, it's a part of my morning now. At this point, it's a part of my day. I'm not okay if I don't meditate and I do it morning and night and it gives me a lot of clarity and comfort and it, it allows me to set good intentions for the people around me, the people in my life, myself, et cetera. And so I'm sharing all these kind of little, mm-hmm. you know, read, uh, don't drink. By the way, you want to feel a huge sense of accomplishment. Don't drink for five days, you know, save it till the weekend. Don't drink Monday through Friday or Sunday through Friday, Thursday, whatever you, you know, you have to do. And at the end of the week, you're like, I can do shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can do stuff. That was hard. Didn't think I could do it. And I'm going to go get loaded. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, you, but you get my point. It's like just these micro accomplishments start to give you a bit of self-confidence that create momentum. So I've been, I, I've really been working on, I, I actually just drafted a kind of an outline for myself uh, the other day that was kind of fun. It started with execution. That was the <clears> end which really execution is the beginning of something big, right? So I started at execution, which was the end of this outlined and worked it all the way back to self-acceptance. So it was everything from, you know, in order to execute, you've got to have a skill. In order to have a skill, you have to practice. In order to practice, you have to have an idea. In order to have an idea, you have to have inspiration. Or have inspiration, you got to be awake. In order to be awake, you got to sleep. Like how are your sleep patterns? Because if you're not sleeping well, then how are you going to be able to accomplish anything in your day? So this sense of micro accomplishment has given me a lot of excitement and a lot of fire. And it's got me back on track post the last 18 months of personal turmoil. (laughs) And I'm ready to kill the world right now dude so good that's awesome so good man love mm-hmm. that yeah so i Those think are it's all good points all good things though and for the like 95 percent pick one yeah that's you know what, what i mean just day pick time one. pick one pick and one roll with it find just find some small accomplishment and it's such a we're all getting caught in this like you know like you said kind of looking up looking to the next person see what they're doing see what she's doing you know and it's it's it can be i'm sure very very frustrating yeah, right yeah, kind of hold you down kind of crippling right of right. Uh, of trying to do those types of things overnight but the small wins man i love that that's it's, that's huge yeah, because it comes back to me or for me as well as you know when people you know mark and i like to think that we've reached a small level of success mm-hmm. we'll we'll never achieve what we all probably all you know want to or we'll never have made it but you know like you get caught in these these complacency I think is, is a challenge. And right now, you know, there's so much noise and so many distractions and so much going on and um, so much dragging us down that like the, the, just what you're saying, these small wins, I mean, it could be more important for us than ever, you know, and this goes across every industry, every, you know, role, this is human, right? This is, could be to your relationships. How do you get small wins and victories in your, in in your relationship? It was actually the root that I played with this outline was I was thinking about where our industry is right now. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's all about robots. I mean, four years ago, five years ago, we had text bots and AI. You know, if you went to Inman five years ago, it was right. like artificial intelligence yeah. and, you know, intuitive analytics and all this kind of stuff. It's all very, they're, they're, we're being bombarded with robotic conversation, yep. which guess what that creates, right? It creates robots in the human space. We start being robotic yep. and we start being about data and analytics and tracking and, you know, CRMs and reporting and all the stuff. It's all very robotic. Well, the robot, the robots are coming, right? They're here and they're growing quickly. And our only real competitive advantage against the robot is what? 
To be human. <laughs> to be right. <laughs> That's right, it. Right. So for me, it's Being like, hey, the, the robots are going to keep doing their thing, but the the way the place where we're going to create the biggest massive value in this business is to go back, race away from robotic. Now engage the robotic nature of the industry because it's what it is, but work in, in work synonymous with the robotic space yes. and being more human and watch us win. Um, if anybody wants to watch something cool, check out uh, Sophia the Robot gets interviewed by Tony Robbins. Have you guys seen this interview? No. We, we won't go into it too. Just go Google Sophia the Robot, Tony Robbins. And uh, it's a robot that was created by a technology company in the Middle East that has become the first uh, citizen, robot citizen of Saudi Arabia. Oh my goodness. Um, it has, it, it understands emotion. It's not emotional, but it understands as facial expression for emotion uh, <clears throat> and understands. And she actually kind of answers this question, at least how she's been um, data programmed, which is how humans and robots actually add value to one another. Um, it's a fascinating interview between Tony Robbins and a robot. Wow. So play around with that. It's another little fun one about the importance of us being more and more human. Awesome. Well, let's stop there for today. We want to thank our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. Can't do it without you guys. Thanks again. B North coming in. Chaka Khan. Coming back again, I think, right? I am. Rock and roll. Someday, sometime, yeah, someplace, right. somewhere. It doesn't matter when. You're always coming back. Yeah. So awesome, guys. Have a great day. We'll see you. Bye-bye. See you. Mm.